0: Psalm 5. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Give heed to my sighing. Listen to the sound of my cry, my King and my God. For to you I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I plead my case to you and watch. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil will not sojourn with you. The boastful will not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who seek lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I'll bow down toward your holy temple in awe of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me. For there is no truth in their mouths. Their hearts are destruction. Their throats are open graves. They flatter with their tongues. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels, because of their many transgressions. Cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them, so that those who love your name may exult in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover them with favor as with a shield. Zechariah chapter 10 Ask rain from the Lord in the season of the spring rain, from the Lord who makes storm clouds, who gives showers of rain to you, the vegetation in the field to everyone. For the teraphim utter nonsense, and the diviners see lies. The dreamers tell false dreams and give empty consolation. Therefore the people wander like sheep. They suffer for lack of a shepherd. My anger is hot against the shepherds, and I will punish the leaders. For the Lord of hosts cares for his flock the house of Judah, and will make them like his proud war horse. Out of them shall come the cornerstone, out of them the tent peg, out of them the battle bow, out of them every commander. Together they shall be like warriors in battle, trampling the foe in the mud of the streets. They shall fight, for the Lord is with them, and they shall put to shame the riders on their horses. I will strengthen the house of Judah, and I will save the house of Joseph. I will bring them back because I have compassion on them and they shall be as tough as I, as though I had not rejected them. For I am the Lord their God, and I will answer them. Then the people of Ephraim shall be like warriors, and their hearts shall be glad as with wine. Their children shall see it and rejoice. Their hearts shall exult in the Lord. I will signal for them and gather them in, for I have redeemed them, and they shall be as numerous as they were before. Though I scatter them among the nations, yet in far countries they shall remember me and they shall rear their children and return. I will bring them home from the land of Egypt and gather them from Assyria. I will bring them to the land of Gilead and to Lebanon until there is no room for them. They shall pass through the sea of distress, and the waves of the sea shall be struck down, and all the depths of the Nile dried up. The pride of Assyria shall be laid low, and the scepter of Egypt shall depart. I will make them strong in the Lord, and they shall walk in his name, says the Lord. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 6 through 9. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were fastened around your neck and you were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of stumbling blocks. Occasions for stumbling are bound to come, but woe to the one by whom the stumbling block comes. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or lame than to have two hands or two feet and to be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the hell of fire. Good morning and welcome to the 17th Wednesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac, broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 5, Zechariah 10, and Matthew 18, and I must apologize for missing yesterday. Um, I need to just set a calendar notice to just either record every time at night or uh, those nights when I can't do it in the morning. Um, This morning is also the Feast of St. Michael the Archangel, it's also, depending on who you talk to, um, the feast of St. Michael and all, and all angels. Um, Michael, however, is most prominent, ha- appears the most in Scripture, and is also considered the more martial of the three or four angels um, that are mentioned in uh, biblical literature, um, those being uh, Raphael, uh, Michael, Gabriel, and in some texts, Uriel, Uh, Michael, uh, whose name means, who is like God? It's this question, theophonic question, who is like God? Um, He is believed to be the angel that guards the eastern gate of Eden after Adam and Eve are expelled. Um, And he holds, uh, he typically holds a flaming sword in an iconography and it's because that's he's thought to be the angel that is given a flaming sword to guard the eastern gate of eden Uh, michael also is uh, many people believe or tradition maintains that michael is the commander of the army of the lord that joshua encounters in joshua five i think um and it's an important distinction that Michael points out when Joshua comes, uh, encounters him and he says, friend or foe, Michael noteworthily says, neither. I fight for the, on the side of the Lord. And so God doesn't take human sides. God takes um, the side of all creation. But Israel, being God's chosen people, we sometimes mistake that for God fighting always on their side. But that's not the case because Michael is also thought to be the angel of death who um, rained fire and brimstone on uh, Sodom and Gomorrah um, and who cut down uh, the Egyptian firstborn in Passover um, and also who um, assailed the people after David took a census when he wasn't supposed to. And so Michael is the uh, the warrior angel. Gabriel announced Raphael. I can't remember what he did. In Uriel, I think it's mentioned in the apocryphal book. So, you know, some traditions include Uriel, some don't. Um, but Michael is uh, very much the, the fighter of the four. In fact, um, it's Michael's kind of imagery. That eventually gets kind of absorbed into Saint George with the dragon. It's um, the earliest stuff is actually Saint Michael um, slaying uh, Satan who is underfoot. Michael is also the angel who leads the um, the armies of angels in John Milton's Paradise Lost against Satan, um, and so that's why there's uh, a lot of imagery around. Michael standing on Satan with a sword or a spear um, and um, defeating Satan's forces, not just um, in this um, pre-human creation, uh, but also in the book of Revelation, uh, where John describes this war in heaven um, to defeat Satan at the end of time, not only at the beginning of time um and so this you know the the military imagery is really um hard and fast with michael and um he's one of my favorite images i'll try and put it as the cover art one of my favorite images of michael is um not of him with his foot on satan but this huge angel in a field looking down at this tiny little paratrooper um in world war II. Attire, and it's in this very interesting window in the 82nd Airborne Chapel at Fort Bragg, which didn't exist when I was there. It was built afterwards, um, but they have all these just incredible windows, and the window, the Michael window, is above the congregation in the in the roof, almost like a like a a vertical um, um sunlight. No skylight. There we go. Um, so you have to be at the altar and look back in order to see it, but it's this big window, and St Michael is just enormous, and there's this puny little paratrooper looking up at Saint Michael and because Saint Michael has wings and he's a fighter, he's also the protector of paratroopers in particular. um I have a little Saint Michael's necklace um that you know seeks his intercession and prayer. Um, And there's, you know, Michael and there's all these little paratroop parachutes around him um, because he's an angel, he flies. Um, And he's one of those characters, like soldier saints, um, you know, Cornelius and um, Captain Marvel, the Centurion of Great Faith. um, He's one of those that really embodies this tension between soldier and saint. I'm becoming increasingly convinced that you can't have saintliness without something like soldiering. You know, fighting the good fight, um, not with uh, weapons of flesh and blood, um, but with um, spiritual weapons. You know, fighting um, to overcome your own demons, to overcome the darkness in the world. Um, these are things that God and God's people do over and over and over again. Even in this morning's reading in Zechariah. There's this, you know, kind of repeated emphasis on warriors in uh, Zechariah ten. The, you know, the the tribe of Judah, or the, I'm sorry, the house of Judah, which I believe means all of Israel in this context. But it also, the house of Judah, the, I'm sorry, the tribe of Judah was the last to be carried off into exile, um, and so the the house of Judah is becomes synonymous with all Israel. Even though historically, when some of these are being written, it was simply the the remnant of Israel, but anyway, they talk. Uh, Zechariah talks about them having, um, got you know, being God's proud warhorse. Um, he mentions, or he uh, kind of evokes, G.I. Jael, um, who drove a tent peg through Sisera's temple. Um, the battle bow, um, which is the same, uh, uh, not Heshat, Good Lord, um, the uh, the same that appears in the sky when God promises not to slay all creation by a flood, um, and that they will be like warriors in battle trampling the foe in the mud of the streets. Um, you know, warriors, uh, warriors, I reserve um, for God and the angels because that's, uh, they are the ones who do so. Um, angels have a certain amount of impartiality. Uh, like God, they can kind of see all sides and they don't take sides, just as Michael suggested. Um, but people, however, their function uh, is not to wage war; all they do is obey God when God calls them to it, and they are like god's war horse um, they are they don't act alone, you know humans, societies, communities, they don't wage war for their own self-interest or Christian. Societies and communities don't wage war for their own interests. They only, historically and biblically, have waged war at the direct command of God. So even in verse seven, it it uh, talks about how they will become one of the half tribes of frame will become like warriors, um, and this is a good thing. Their hearts will be glad as with wine, um, and so it's important to actually wrestle with these texts. And Michael, I think, is. Um, the archangel that does this the most, um, as opposed to kind of just, you know, shrugging them off as just kind of fun metaphors or something. This is part and parcel to our tradition. Um, Michael is is the commander of the Lord's host, commander of you know these other archangels, and that he wields the flaming sword that Jesus picks up in Revelation is important. Uh, we shouldn't discount it. We shouldn't look away. Rather, we should think more deeply about what it means to be fallen creatures in a world in which God is a warrior and we are only like warriors or like God's own war horse. A prayer to St. Michael according to Pope John Paul II. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world for the ruin of souls. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where PewPewHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, party folk caught in the crosshairs of god and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreoncom pupuhq You can contribute as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if i ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this